Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the FWWC tonight. Sit back, relax, and let us take you on a fantastic ride. Ladies and gentlemen, the FWWC tonight starts in five. Four, three, two, one. Enjoy the ride. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen of the FWWC Universe. That's right, on a very special Saturday edition of the FWWC tonight. I am your blue brand general manager, Curtis Black, and I will be going ahead and bringing on in just a few short moments uh, my co-host and the very special co-host is going to be joining me uh, momentarily. But before we get there, I do want to go ahead and thank our sponsors, the Russell Talk Podcast with Joe and Renee. Um, Wednesday night, completing episode 261 uh, with Suplex Tacos and Corey Bush. Um, another fantastic episode from the boys over at Russell Talk Podcast with Joe and Renee. Um, so make sure you go check out the replay either on their Facebook page, Russell Talk Podcast with Joe and Renee, or on their YouTube page, you know it, Russell Talk Podcast with Joe and Renee on YouTube. Also, make sure you're checking out WrestleTalkPodcast.com where you you can find more information on the FWWC in addition to uh, information on the Rust Talk podcast mugs, which I believe there are still some available. Uh, so make sure uh, you check those out. I have mine. I'm drinking out of it right now. Uh, make sure uh, you're looking into that here. Uh, but we've got a lot that went on this week. So uh, without any further ado, allow me to go ahead and bring on uh, my special co-host for the evening, uh, the one, the only Theory. Theory, how are you doing this evening? I would be great if I didn't have to come on here and help you do your job. Hey, hey. It would be wonderful if I didn't have to help you do this. I mean, it's your general manager who didn't show up. You know why he did not show up this evening? He's on vacation. You know, we get that. When you work hard, you get a vacation. When you're out here with your small manhood and you're slumming for attention, you get theory. This is this is this is just like the worst part of my day. So gotta get Rick Price on the line, man. He he can do it. He can do this with you, not me. It wasn't my responsibility to find his fill-in. So you know, vacation or not, you ended up with me. Well, we're gonna go ahead and we'll keep going here. We'll get through this as quickly as we can, theory, so you can get on with your night. Uh, but we do, like I said, before we brought you on, I have a lot of stuff to go ahead and cover here uh, from the week. What a week. Um, yeah, what a week. And, and so um, as we do for, for our Monday nights, we do always go ahead and start off uh, with the red brand uh, from Monday night. So if you want to go ahead and kick us off uh, with our first match of the evening, and we'll just kind of work through our cards. So so, so I want to actually um, uh, start with the 
Voorhees Douglas James heel deal match. And that was a really, really hard fought match. And and you know, as usual, the heel deal, Mr. Too Sweet Boom, finds a way to pull it out. Like he finds a way to pull it out, gets the pin on Voorhees. Um Voorhees is looking kinda of sketchy right now to me. But uh we're gonna see what uh Voorhees could can can uh, bring to the table um here soon. Uh also, uh, his uh, uh, his uh, actual counterpart, Fallen, who had a very rough week this week, uh, up and down roller coaster week. Uh, she started her week off with uh, Battle Cat, and that's a tie. I don't know if that's a win in her book, but to me, it's still a loss. So, uh, yeah, those are those those were the first two uh, matches at the top of the show. Uh, I, I, I'm going to pass it over to you so we can talk about some of your blue matches. Yeah, and just real quickly, I did want to go ahead and touch on on the heel deal Douglas James, you know, Voorhees match. Um, you know, Douglas James is kind of the one who kind of tends to be forgotten in those matches, and and he definitely put up a good showing uh, before we saw heel deal uh, pull off a victory there. And yes, I am kind of egging him a little bit to try to get him to come on and talk since he is on hold. Um, but you know, just obviously, heel deal is one of the best who's ever done it in the FWBC, along with you know multiple members of La Familia. But in the current generation, I've I've got to rank him up there as, as one of the most impactful. And so to see him win that match isn't a huge surprise. And and obviously, uh, you know, seeing Bowcat and Fallen come to a tie, um, I'm a little surprised that Bowcat you know didn't you know, try to, to finish the job there at the end. Uh, but, you know, like you said, that, that may be considered a win to fall in. So, so credit to her uh, for taking somebody like Valcat uh, to the end of the match like that. And, and we did also start off uh, the blue brand with an interesting tie here as well. And, you know, two competitors who I'm pretty sure this is their first time uh, stepping in the ring together where we're seeing Allison Shea Atticus uh, facing off Kent King Jerobi. And, you know, like I said, uh, didn't come out a victor on either side, but at I've got to imagine, uh, you know, without a clear victor there, that we are going to see uh, those two uh, tangle up here again in the future, as it was definitely a hard-hitting affair. And then we did also see uh, one of the uh, founding members of La Familia, somebody who's been around longer than most people in the group, Jimbo Slice, facing off against Big T, our FHC champion. And Jimbo Slice did pull off a victory against the current FHC champion. Now, obviously he does have, you know, a number one contender for, for the upcoming pay-per-view, uh, but this definitely does put Jimbo in an interesting position uh, moving forward uh, when it comes to the FHC. Uh, so definitely some interesting stuff uh, going on there as well. Yeah. You know, uh, a Jimbo slice is also one of the best that, that is, that has ever done it. But, you know, currently we don't know which Jimbo Slice we're going to get today. Are we going to get Jimbo Slice, the, the actual longest reigning multi-time champ out there, or are we going to get Jimbo Slice, um, geriatric Jimbo Slice, you know, put me on a walker Jimbo Slice? I, I don't know. And, 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 and honestly, you know, there were, there were absolutely no, no losers in that. Uh, I would just say uh, Atticus versus – uh, a King Jerobi match because like everybody won and the guys in the back won. Me watching it, I won. You know, you and you seen two oh, yeah. spectacular tier one superstars just go at it and 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 there was no quit for for either one. So hopefully they will run that back because we will all be winners. 
Oh, yeah, selfishly, I'm glad that there wasn't a clear victor in that because that just means that, that we have a reason to go back to something that was as good as that was. So, uh, again, like I said, selfishly, I'm a little glad that, that we weren't able to, to get a clear victor there. But um, why don't I go ahead and throw it back to you here, and uh, we can go ahead and cover another match from Red Brand. Uh, uh, let's go to a match that is actually surprising to me. Like, like Rashad Priest losing to losing to Bishop. Like, like Bishop has been up and down, back and forth. A Bishop just lost his uh, a U.S. title to me, and and then and and then he comes out with this uh, Hound promo, and 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 then he comes and he literally wipes the floor with Rashad Priest. That is that is unheard of. Like you don't see people just steamrolling Richard Priest. Like if you know Richard Priest's history, you don't see nobody steamroll this guy. So to to him to see this type of like it's been a wacky week for the FWWC because you you see people getting steamrolled. You you see people actually tying, and then you see people getting attacked. It's just been a very very interesting week for. Uh, for the FWWC, uh, and then on the flip side, you see the Prophets of Madness lose to the Outsiders, going back to the wacky week of you know a competitors taking singles matches and then winning tag matches, like taking singles matches and winning, and then losing tag matches and vice versa. Like it's been a very interesting week. It, it really has, and I know, and we'll get to you know an, another interesting twist specifically to Bishop's week here when we get to Tuesday night. Uh, but he definitely we saw a lot of ups you know through his week, and, and he kind of you know did finish on a high note. But we also definitely saw some downs. You know, the Prophets of Madness have have been very vocal uh, since the tag championships uh, went over to Blue Brand uh, with the Grim Reapers uh, that they want another shot that they they don't feel. Uh, that what happened at FWBC SummerSlam uh, was was the right outcome, um, and that they won a shot um, at their titles. And you know that's all well and good and, until you start you know not being able to back that up in the ring. Um, and obviously, you know they weren't able to against the Outsiders when you have a team of heel deal and Robert. Obviously, you know two very gifted uh, tag team wrestlers, two people who um, have worked together for a very long time and know how each other operates in the ring, it's going to be difficult to beat them. And yes, you know, those two teams have met up a lot in the past, but, but obviously, you know, the past really doesn't matter until when you're in the now and outsiders obviously have that momentum. So it's going to be interesting to see uh, what happens with the the tag team division on red. And and like you said, uh, when it comes to Richard Priest and Bishop, Honestly, uh, I'm as shocked as you are to see Bishop pull off this victory uh, because Rashard Priest isn't somebody who um, you know you sh- you can take lightly, and and every victory you can get over him is something that that should be respected, and also you know understand what you got out of that, and and for Bishop to to pull off that victory the way that he did. Um, makes what happened this week even more interesting. Like you said, you know, you've got that loss and then like I said, we'll get to Tuesday night here in a minute, but he also pulled off something. Not a lot of people in the FWWC have been able to pull off um, in, in defeating a certain individual we'll talk about here uh, in just a little bit. But uh, with that, we'll go ahead and, and swing over uh, to the blue brand here. Uh, we did also have a tag match that took place over on the blue brand. We saw uh, the recently reunited hefty boys, uh, that being hardcore Haas, and the brick wall James Buck is facing off against the KC connection of Big T and El Lucio to Kansas City. And we did see 
uh, honestly, to me, a little bit shockingly, the KC connection pull off uh, the victory here. Uh, you know, they, they've been a team, you know, been together for a while, but uh, just their chemistry hasn't really seemed to be on lately. Uh, and definitely in, in the past few outings as a tag team, uh, they haven't seen a lot of success. So, you know, congratulations to them. It's going to be interesting to see uh, what happens now that they're on uh, the blue brand with the current tag team champions. Um, and then we did also see a luchador come up with a victory over uh, former FHC champion DJZ, um, you know, definitely giving him some momentum and, and a potential argument um, in being included in the uh, uh, FHC title picture. So I'm going to put the 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 uh, Hefty Boys on alert here. If, if if you're not paying attention to the Hefty Boys, you should. Even in the loss, they look good. But now that they are coming back together, and that family is coming back together, uh, uh, a hardcore sister is also back in the fold as well, you might want to watch out for the Hefty Boys. Yeah, they took a loss, but that's just knocking out the ring rust. You know, it, it's, it, is, it, it is a very interesting thing to be a part of the tag team. Like, it's just, you know, thinking with somebody, mind to mind, I, you, know, you know, knowing what they're going to do next, where they're going to be in the ring. Uh, when they need to tag out, tag in. All of that comes into play. And and I feel like the FWWC has some of the greatest tag teams, period. Period. No debating. Some of the greatest tag teams. I, I 100% agree. And, you know, uh, especially coming out of, you know, Maybe a little bit before, before SummerSlam, we did see a lot of these teams, you know, kind of jockeying for position and wanting to get into that the title match that occurred at SummerSlam. Uh, but we usually see a pretty sharp drop off, you know, immediately after one of the big four, because usually those titles, or at least, you know, for the, about the past year or so, haven't really been defended outside of those big four championships. Uh, but we've seen a lot of renewed interest, uh, you know, just before SummerSlam and even since, um, a lot of these tag teams still wanting to find themselves in competition. Um, so as a general manager of the Blue Brand and, and as uh, you know, somebody who is looking towards the next pay-per-view, which everybody's thinking is going to be Clash of Champions that way, it's going to be something a little bit different as we did have a mystery box that we're cashing in this month to create our own pay-per-view. And, and we'll get the details to the Red Branch here soon. But what I will say is that at that pay-per-view, I would like to see the, the tag team titles uh, defended. Now, we are going to see them defended against a blue brand tag team this coming month. We'll see them defended then next against a red team. And then at FWW Survivor Series, I would like to see uh, us come together again, assuming they still have them uh, for a big four you know, triple threat match one from each brand and the champion. So uh, definitely give you some interesting stuff uh, coming up with those tag team championships here. Uh, but why don't I throw it back to you and we'll go ahead and cover uh, another couple of matches and uh, letting everybody know again, if you have not called in and you're listening onto the webpage, do go ahead and give us a call. The number is six, five, seven, three, eight, three, one, five, two, one. We would love to talk to you guys. Uh, the length of this show is going to be determined about how many of you guys call in. So go ahead and give us a call, and, and we'd love to talk to you. But I'll go ahead and throw it over to you here, Jerry. Uh, so let's go over to the main event. So the main event puts uh, the European champion, uh, Funky Flex, uh, of the same years, uh, of the saviors of Funk versus Remy Ricks. Uh, I've never seen Remy Ricks before, so 
you know, being that being, being that I've seen him for the first time get his tail whipped by Funky Flex, I am not impressed. But this match is a warning sign for one Robert. Robert has a match with Funky Flex on Monday uh, for the European Championship. Robert, if you can't get with Funky, you cannot get with Theory. It's not going to happen. Like, <laughs> Robert, you're like a tier three superstar. Maybe even tier four. If I was being generous, I would probably call you tier two, but I don't know you well enough to call you a tier two. But when you're going against these tier one superstars, you need not to play with them. And and as as, as Remy Ricks or Remix or whatever his name found out, you just got spanked by European Championship in uh, in in like a good good fashion. Like here, come on over here, hold this L, L real quick, and then. I will see you next week. So, sir, the spotlight's on you. You know, they for some reason, the GM traded for you, which is whatever. You're just like food. You are guppy in a land full of sharks. And and I hope that you see that. I'm sorry. I, I, I wouldn't tell to talk about my, my future uh, opponent like that. You know, I should be uh, very unbiased, but biasly, you know, I, you know, Hefty, Hefty is still trash back. Hey, hey, I I can't disagree with you, and I, the reason I say that is this: you know, I've seen you know Robert have his highs, but you know he he gets himself to somewhere that he feels he should be. You know, look at Warriors Heart Championship matches here recently. You look at you know other title opportunities that he's had, uh, you know, in the last few pay per views, and each one that he's gotten. Ultimately, he squandered. So um, I, I've got to say, you know, much respect to Funky Flex for putting up his championship on live challenges. Um, he did it last week. He's doing it again this week. You know, it, it's going to be interesting to see what comes out of it. But, you know, as somebody who, you know, saw Funky Flex back when he was the longest reigning UXC champion, when he didn't let that title go, I have to tell you, when he wants to hold on to something tight like he has with Little Euro, uh, he holds on to it to a point where you are going to have to pry it out of his dead finger. So, Robert, best of luck to you on Monday, but you are definitely going to need it. Uh, Funky is on a a roll right now, and it's going to be interesting to see what happens uh, with that match here. But as you said, that was uh, the main event for uh, the red brand for Monday night. So we're going to go ahead and jump back over to the blue and and cover our last few matches, and then we are going to go ahead and get our first caller on here uh, as we discuss the main event of blue brand. But before the main event, we did have two other matches that took place. We did see uh, Hardcore Haas actually take out JJ the common man before their match even began um, ultimately while the match didn't occur I'm going to call Haas the winner of that just simply because uh, after seeing what he did to JJ that he was definitely not the winner of that situation so uh, congratulations on uh, to Hardcore Haas on that one but we are going to need to have a chat especially about your discussion on your FHC championship match we, we're going to have to talk about that and then we did also see Take Westbrook facing Hardcore Sis. Now I'm going to stop. I, I heard you here. Uh, do, do you want to make a comment? <laughs> yes, yes. I, I, SWWC superstars that are um, interested to, to become superstars, 
names like J.J. the Common Man and the Fireman, those names don't work. Those are easy, like, easy pickings when it comes to promos. People like myself, El Matos, you know, other tier one legendary plus superstars, we, we will just have a field day with names like J.J. the Custodian. This is why you're I, at the bottom of the barrel, sir. But uh, you know what? You know, UXT was was uh, disassembled um, a couple years ago, so you know, and that training camp for the new guys is not there anymore. Hopefully, uh, uh, they they uh, bring that back in the future. But yeah, JJ the custodian, what a joke! All right, and then we're gonna go. We did have uh, Tank facing off against Hardcore Sis, and we did see IC Champion Tank uh, pull off the victory against Hardcore Sis. Now uh, it was a close fought match there as well. Sis is definitely uh, making uh, some waves between, like you said, reuniting with her brother and uh, Brick Wall uh, with the Hefty Boys, uh, and then you know having these hard fought matches with Champion. She's she's definitely made a name for herself since she got traded back to Blue. Uh, uh, it's going to be interesting to see what she does. But like I said, we are going to go ahead and get to the main event for Blue Brand for uh, Monday night. And we will be bringing our first caller on here momentarily who was involved in the match. But it was a trios match. Uh, and it was actually a you know kind of answer to what happened uh, the previous Tuesday. Uh, we saw uh, the SOF this time uh, containing Saint. Daniel Graham and DJZ facing off against La Familia being El Moderatus, Corbin Slater, and Hardcore Haas. A uh, little background before we get into the match. You know, the previous week we did see uh, El- La Familia pin the Warriors Heart champion Funky Flex of the Saviors of Funk to pull off the win in their trios match the previous Tuesday. Uh, but we did see the Saviors of Funk pull off the victory, uh, defeating La Familia. Um, now, I'm going to go ahead and, you know, I'll bring on one of the individuals who's involved in the match, and we can definitely get into it with him uh, a little bit further here. So without any further ado, allow me to go ahead and bring on one of the members of the Saviors of Funk, Savior Saint. Saint, how are you doing this evening? I'm doing great, man, doing great. How are you guys doing? What up, Saint? Doing good, doing good. What up, Terry? I'm gonna try to keep it civil with you, uh, but I don't know if you caught that foreshadowing on the on your promo, the one uh, the one previous one hashtag FWWC Survivor Series. But I want the smoke theory, and I want it from you. So we'll we'll talk about that another time. But they talk about who who they want uh, champ versus champ. Well, the tag champ versus the United States champ sounds like a damn good match to me. And we got unfitness business business back from UN5. So. Back on to the, the whenever the you are ready, whenever you ready. are ready, I've been ready. The power of the Black Panther will now be stripped away. Whenever you're ready to get the smoke, I'll bring the fire. Whatever you need, man. Come on, man. This is you here. This is this is the thing. This is not the fireman. This is not JJ the custodian. This is not Big T, Big T the pizza man. This is not DJ Wax Z. This is Savior Sunny versus Theory. I mean, that is Survivor one series. call away. Y'all might as well, yeah, might that. As well book I'm that, that. I mean, you can, Let's you get can it. book that. I mean, I mean even though I'm sorry that I had to put you on the back burner for somebody that didn't want a promo, boy, he's had to promos. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm good, sorry. Homie. I will. 
All good. I will, we got I, our I will see you there. For sure. Back on to the La Familia SOF thing. If, if you look back to the time that we come in, the SOF, the trio of me, Gringo, and Funky, it's been us against La Familia. Yeah, the Steampunks were strong then, but the last tag team champs and the last Warriors Heart champs for the last two years have either been a group from the Saviors of Funk or a group from La Familia, and the last three Warriors Heart champions have been all SOF, and before that was Heel Deal and El Mata. So you see those are the Tier 1 factions right there, and the Tier 1, most of the Tier 1 talent in the group right there, consistently holding the top titles. And, yeah, it's a power struggle, but like I say and have constantly said, there is nothing that will ever stop me until my heart stops. And then you can best believe that I got that potion from Enchantress that will bring my ass back to life, and I'm going to come even harder. La Familia wants to talk all the talk about how they're the goats, they're the top forever, but look at who's at the top now. Just like UXT, the saviors of funk got that shit on lock. And they can't send nobody back from the main roster to try to get those titles because we are the main roster and we got them titles from them. The saviors of funk want all the smoke. I know it's cliche. It's just dope because the freaking street profits are fire and everybody wants to, wants the smoke, right? Especially with the SOF because we got that green goddess ganja smoke. I'm sorry, I'm rambling right. and rambling, but it's been a hey. minute. I've, I missed the podcast. I love it. And hearing Theory on here is fire. Like, I can't tell you how giddy I was hearing him, like, getting a banner back and forth with him. But go ahead. Well, yeah, I'm going to jump in. And I know we, we're really kind of getting the end of Monday night here, but I do want to uh, jump in as well. You did have a match on Tuesday night as well. Um, and I, as I was kind of, you know, foreshadowing a little bit earlier, you know, we've kind of seen Luchador have a really good Monday night, pulled off a victory in tag team championship, uh, pulled off a victory in singles co- uh, competition. But he did run into you on Tuesday night, and unfortunately the winning streak ended uh, when he stepped in the ring with you. Would love to hear a little bit about your thoughts on that match um, and where we see you kind of in your singles uh, kind of career now, um, so kind of separating it from the tag team. Well, I mean, I'm going to continue going against anyone and everyone. Uh, I haven't fought a noob in a while, so I'm going to take on Fireman on, two, on Monday, and then I get to go against one of my – favorite people, favorite characters in the group, although he's on a, a rival faction of mine. But him and I have had uh, one program of the month before, and that's Nightmare Jones on Tuesday. And that's going to be my real test. Whether he's have a winning streak or not, he's one of the best in the group. So it's always a challenge going against him, and I look forward to it. And after that, then if I get a W in each of those, then I'll talk about singles titles. But until then, until I can get more wins, I mean, I botched the last fucking three I've had. I can't. I mean, without Graham, I wouldn't be a tag champion. I mean, that says a lot about Daniel. So I appreciate his help in getting me a title because it's been shit for four or five months since I've, I've been on a chase for one. And damn, does it feel good to be a champion and one of the top champions in the group. And that's about all I got to say. I'm about to go watch AEW with the homies wait, and cheer on the other wait, competitors. Hold up. Wait, hold up. Wait. You know how this works. Wait. <laughs> wait. Wait. I'm going to go. You versus the I know, fireman? Bro. Are you I know, serious? Come on. Right, look, look, Sorry, look, talking look. shit, bro. I gotta put him down. Look, we're, we're trying look, to get. Look. We're here to make people better. So, look, I would, I would be a nice person to, um, hold on, hold on. I am, I am, I am conversing with 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 our representative Daniel right now, and uh, he says 
that he he would love to throw famine in that match. I mean, I can't pass that up. Uh, I mean, shit. Brand, That's right. Bring it. Let's go. It's a brand war. Let's do this shit. Fuck that. Let's go. I, I, I just told him that that's a blue brand match. He can't do it. He can't do it. I, can't die in the corner because it couldn't get yeah. out. Let's fucking put on the show for the FWWC universe. I'll Come hit on, up Bio. Marcus you know Mayhem. It? I know he's on vacation. I'll hit up Marcus Mayhem and see if I can get down to the bottom of this. We'll we'll have an announcement. Tomorrow night, about whether or not this is going to happen, but but you know we'll, we'll we'll talk to we'll talk to Marcus and we'll see if anything can't be arranged. All right, I'm down. All right, uh, theory. Any other questions uh, for Savior Saint before we uh, give him a moment to talk to the FWC universe? Zero. All right. Well, then, Savior Saint, you know how it works here. Before we let you go, we always give you guys the final thoughts for the FWWC universe. So uh, any final words for them before uh, this week's challenges? I got a little uh, bombshell that I was a little hyped from the from your talking about the match, the trios mascot, that adrenaline going again. But uh, I got word from a, a little honeybee I know that uh, a superstar is coming back, and it's affili- she's affiliated with one of the – top tag teams in the FWWC history and the Grim Reapers want them the Monday before I'm not going to say the name we'll just say Classic Champions I'll wait for that Curtis I can't wait to let them know what we got for them but the Monday before you know who you are I'll let you have your surprise deal but this is just a little fucking teaser for all y'all Easter egg is what they call it we want them Curtis I'm sure you know who it is you can be in touch with the other other uh, GM like you already are going to be and see if you can get that worked out. And uh, the rest of it, just be on the lookout because the Grim Reapers are going to hold them titles longer than anyone ever did. All right. Well, thank you for joining us this evening, Savior Saint. Obviously, you know, when you are able to come on, you definitely come on or are one of the most hyped people that we get on. Um, can be a little off-putting at times, but hey, I have to love the energy. So thank you for coming on here with us tonight. And as we kind of have already started getting into uh, Tuesday night's matches here, we are going to go full force here. Uh, into Tuesday Night's matches here in just a moment. But as we are about halfway through the show, I do want to go ahead and take a moment to thank our sponsors again, the Wrestle Talk Podcast with Joe and Renee. Like I said at the top of the show, another amazing episode uh, on Wednesday night, episode 261, Suplex Tacos and Corey Bush. Uh, make sure uh, if you haven't, you check out the re- uh, replay on Wrestle Talk Podcast uh, on Facebook. Um, you also find them on YouTube, Wrestle Talk Podcast with Joe and Renee. And finally, make sure you're checking out Wrestle Talk Podcast com for more information if you're new to the FWWC on the FWWC or also getting uh, more information on the Rust Talk Podcast mugs. Uh, like I said, if you don't have one, definitely pick one up. Uh, they're top of the line. They're going to last you a very, very long time, um, and they're great to drink out of. So uh, make sure you check those out. But we are going to go ahead and, like I said, move on uh, to uh, Tuesday night's matches here. And as a, just a quick recap of what we did discuss, excuse me discussed with Savior Saint, uh, we did see Savior Saint pull off the victory against a luchador to Kansas City uh, on Tuesday night. Uh, but with that, I am going to go ahead and throw it over to Theory here for our first match from the Red Brand. Uh, Funky Fleck versus Robert. 
how do you lose and get a title match? Like, oh, my God, what is this? How do you just lose and you get a title match the next Monday? Like, I, I'm, I don't even want to I, I don't even want to review that match. That just makes me up. Even if I go down the list, there's there's nothing else to talk about. Well, there is. Who is Jake Ryan? Um, I think is, he's isn't free. That like a, uh, isn't that like a? Isn't that like a? Isn't that like a book series? Jake Ryan, isn't that a book series or something like that? Yeah, that I think that's Tom Clancy, something like that. I don't know. Okay, 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 okay. I I I, I do read. I just just thought that that was a book series. And how is he tying with Battle Battle Cat? What's going on with you, man? You you out here tying with with common folk? Like you used to be a tier one superstar. What is going on with you? My only explanation for Battlecat's losses is one of two things. The jungle is burning, so he's distracted by that, or he's distracted by the giant hurricane that's that's headed towards his jungle. I'm not really sure which of the two, but but that's got to be the explanation because this is completely out of how he normally is. He needs to go back to those trash car promos. Hey, that's, I, what, that's it, what needs to happen. It worked for him. He was winning before, so right, right, right. So, so if he goes back to those trash promos, maybe just maybe he will actually get the W. But I'll pass it back to you, though. All right. Well, we'll go ahead uh jump into a couple matches from Blue Brand. We did see uh to start off the show uh your legend champion Corbin Slater facing off against Fallen. Um and we kind of talked about Fallen on Monday night how she had, you know, tied uh with Balcat and you know kind of asking whether or not that was a victory for her, but then she did turn around on Tuesday night as a free agent and pulled off a victory against the Legends champion, Corbin Slater. So, uh, you know, that's obviously a win right there. Um, and, you know, maybe taking Balcat to a tie was a momentum booster towards her, uh, but she's definitely building a, a name and a resume at this point of, you know, staying with these top tier superstars that even if she's not one, which, you know, I definitely don't think she's a tier one or a tier two superstar at this point. She's definitely making an argument to be picked up in the next, you know, pick them because she is able to pull off victories against these individuals. And then, um, you know, as you mentioned, you know, you saw Flying Jake Ryan, you know, having a match on the Red Brand. He had a very busy night on Tuesday night because he did also have a match on the Blue Brand um, in which he was facing off against Hardcore Sis. Um, and we did see, uh, you know, that ultimately come to a tie as well. Um, so, you know, it's been interesting. He is definitely taking these superstars uh, to their limit, but he's not able to ultimately close the deal. And, and obviously that works the same way uh, against them. He's just a free agent. Why are these superstars having a hard time putting, you know, somebody like that away? But um, he's making an interesting case for himself as well. So it is going to be interesting here in a couple of weeks when the next pick does come around. Uh, whether or not you know he is going to end up uh, on a brand, or if he's going to still be sitting in that free agent pool. Yeah, see, see, Fallen is is really interesting. I mean, Fallen had like probably the the uh, the matches of the night because she had three matches in one night, and she won all three. Yeah, but she lost at the end of the night. We're going to get into that later on, but. <laughs> Um, uh, continuing, uh, Madman Joe versus Remix. I mean, Remy Sticks. 
Remy Ricks. Yeah. That came down to a uh, double uh, and that came down to a double countout. Uh, I'm still not impressed by these guys. Like I remember when there was UST and uh, call me a old timer, but uh, UST when they actually like used to headline cars, like they used to fight. And this was a this was a yawn fest. Bishop UX- versus Voorhees is next. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, brother. Go I, ahead. Go ahead, brother. Well, I was just going to say, you know, you're talking about UXT, and, you know, I definitely understand why it's no longer here. Um, you know, the way that it, things are being run now, there we just – we don't have enough bodies necessarily. But I do agree that, you know, there's something missing there that UXT helped build in people like myself, like Funky, like Saint. You know, there, there's, you know, like Allison, like Enchantress, you know, all of us that kind of were the last class to come out of there before, and, you know, it all kind of got, you know, molded together. Um, that's just something that I don't feel like we're seeing with, with some of the newer guys, and, and that's not even necessarily a fault on them, uh, because we don't right. have, you know, what we used to have for them, but uh, I, I definitely agree with you, and, and, you know, as you go into Bishop versus Voorhees, you know, the, the same thing still rings true and that, you know, while Bishop, I definitely say, you know, is probably the top of those individuals when it comes to, you know, what we see and put out or, uh, and, you know, the, the level and quality of stuff, you know, there's still a gap there between those that, that maybe were able to get some assistance coming in and those that were kind of just thrown to the, the water to learn to swim. But even if you're thrown to the water and, and, and you need to learn how to foot swim, there are, there are many superstars out there that will coach you. Hmm. And coachable moments happen every day. You know, all you have to do is just reach out to those superstars. You know, I'm one of those superstars. So so I'll put it out there. I'm one of those superstars that will that will coach you. That will help you. You know, there are there are superstars that, that you see headlining cards and, you know, winning matches that have come to me in confidence. Hey, what do you see here? How can I take take my take myself to the next level instead of you know just trying to push their work way 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 through? They're trying to get a hand and, and a leg up. Um, yeah. So as for Bishop, Bishop is also who I call next up. And there's been a couple times that I have said somebody uh, was a uh, next up. Uh, most recently, Bishop. And uh, before that, uh, it was uh, Marcus May. Uh, it was the heel deal, and then I said, uh, and also before that, it was Marcus May. So I see talent. You know, I see talent when it when it when it shows through. So with the with this match, Bishop versus Voorhees, Voorhees cannot close. Voorhees mm-hmm. would be great if he could close. Can you seal the deal? Can you close the? Can you sell the fight? We know he is. He is now trying to do that. Can you close the fight now? We know that he can't do that. So it is it is incumbent for of Mr. Voorhees to put forth that effort effort to now close matches. Because if he if he doesn't close matches, he won't he won't get anywhere. He'll be down there with JJ the Common Man and the Fire Girl and uh. Superstars like that, you know, Remix and, you know, Nice Man Joe. So <laughs> if you're listening to this, Mr. Voorhees at at, at uh, Lake Jacomo, 
uh, you need to get your skills up. Well, and, yeah. and that's what I got I, for you. Yeah, and I think you're right. And what you know, what's interesting about Voorhees is this this stretches all the way back to Universe Mania, where you know he he's been in the group probably a month and a half at that point. He, he's made a bit of a name for himself, but he finds himself in the Warriors Heart Championship. And not only does he find himself in the Warriors Heart Championship, he finds himself the next day still competing for the Warriors Heart Championship uh, because there wasn't a clear winner at the end of that night. But what happened? He couldn't get the job done against El Lucha or after three nights of trying to break a tie, and Daniel Grimm came back in and, and won his title back. So, like, you're 100% right in that he can't close, that he, he can get there, he can win all of the matches leading up to it, but, but he gets to that final spot where he's going to be able to hold a title, and, and for whatever reason, he can't get the job done. So, you know, if he, if he can ever flip or turn that corner – flip that switch and get to the point where, where he is able to close, then, then it's going to be a whole other story. And I, I think the red brand needs to be you know more concerned, but, but until that happens, you know, he, it's just somebody that you can, I won't, won't say right off, but, you know, definitely have to look and say, okay, well you can do good up until this point, but, but what are you going to do after that? It is all about what have you done for me lately? And right now, Fallen is is uh, carrying that team. She is carrying that brand, um, and uh, <laughs> she is also carrying what's coming next. But uh, we're going to talk about that after we get to your uh, uh, get to your red uh, get to your blue brand match to start. Yeah, so uh, we uh, did have. Uh, we'll go over the final. Two matches for Blue Brand here, and before we get into those, one last time, if you're listening via the website, give us a call at 657-383-1521. We'd love to get, hear your guys' opinions on the last few matches here. Like I said, uh, once we get done, uh, we'll have an award to give away, but if we don't have anybody to talk to, we'll, we'll get out of here a little early and enjoy our Saturday night. I've got a, a football team to celebrate a victory for, uh, but uh, we did have two final matches that took place on the Blue Brand uh, on Tuesday night, uh, we did see your favorite person, the fireman facing off against nightmare Jones. Um, and we did it's see the fire on, girl, the fire girl, excuse fire me. Girl. Uh, yeah. We didn't see a clear victor. And, and I thought for sure nightmare Jones would run away with this match. Um, you know, credit to fire girl. He put up a hell of a fight against one of the most psychotic individuals in the FWWC, but ultimately we did not see a victor out of that match. Um, and then finally, for the main event, we did see the Hefty Boys, you know, as we mentioned uh, earlier in the show, Hardcore Haas and the Brickwall James Buttkiss facing off against what was going to be Tank and his mystery partner. That partner was revealed to be King Jarobi. And in their first match together as a team, they did pull off the victory against the Hefty Boys. Um, that, I've I got to say, that is a very interesting tag team for me. That's a lot of power in that tag team. Uh, if I was a Reaper, I would be looking because those are two big men uh, to have coming at you in a ring. Are you surprised? Oh, no. Not are at you, all. Are, cause, because a lot of people are, like, surprised about King Jerobi. I'm not. You know, let's let's uh let's uh take you back down memory lane. ECW versus UHC. 
frontman for ECW was Theory. Frontman for the UHC was King Jerobi. That that was a war, a very long war. I came out on top of getting steel. I left that match changed. I wouldn't. You're, you're not the same after you fight talent like King Jerobi and 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 like El Matarazzo. You are not the same after that. So so to see him taking. Hopefully, taking Tank Westbrook under his ring and showing him a different way, because this funny ha 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 he 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 guy ain't cutting it. You might want to watch out for Texas uh, for Mr. Westbrook. Six months from now, Tank Westbrook will be headlining main events regularly. And and I'll add if this, he falls apart the cage already. Oh, for sure. And I'll add this, you know, with King Jerobi being his partner, and, and if we do start to see some changes in Tank here over, like you said, the next six months, let's not forget that he does currently hold the Intercontinental Championship, which, again, if you're new to the FWWC, that's a very powerful championship, and that he can cash so it in. Yeah, I know. So I know. Subject. I'm just saying. He has, come on, come on, he man. has we, some opportunity. We, but let me throw it over to you. Um, and we did just get another caller in, so I'm going to go ahead and check and see who we've got on hold here. But I'm going to go throw it over to you, and we can get to uh, the uh, final matches uh, from Red Brand. So the last two matches for Red Brand was a triple threat tag match, uh, which pitted the Prophets of Madness versus the Outsider versus the, the uh, Fallen Soul. Again, about this week that Fallen has had. She literally pins Prophets of Madness, one, two, three, and they win the match. In the same night, she takes on Heel Deal in the last in, in the main event match of the night, and she beats the Heel Deal. Like she's carrying the team. Like if there was superstar of the week, I would give it to her. But then her night, you know, all of this greatness of her night goes goes to hell because she is obliterated by famine. <laughs> like, obliterated. Like, it wasn't even a chance. <laughs> just straight up, just obliterates her. Just beats her from pedal to post to send a message to one Voorhees. Voorhees. You have one job, and that is to protect your partner and vice versa. You can't let somebody like Famine just come out of nowhere and destroy your partner and put her in the hospital. What type of partner are you? Look at you go. I'm so proud of you because you are worthless. Like, you might as well give J.J. the common man or the fire girl your role as her partner, because at least they would probably do a better job. Look at you go. <laughs> well, uh, and I'll say this about, you know, I don't feel like you're wrong against Voorhees, and this is something that I've been trying to get across even to Marcus here over the last few months on the podcast. Voorhees doesn't seem to care about anybody but himself, including his own tag partner. 
because he's literally just like, okay, well, it happened. Um, like, what are you going to do? Are you literally just going to stand there? And, you know, as somebody who, you know, has stepped in the ring with Famine fairly recently, like, yeah, it's it's a scary prospect, but that's your tag partner. Like, you have to do something. You can't just stand there. Well, I guess I guess he wants a match with Famine uh, here at 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 a class of champions. Famine is uh, yet to have accepted the match. I I can say with good authority that you can pencil him into the match. That doesn't mean that he's going to actually show up. You know, uh, in the last time, you know, in the last what six weeks, seven weeks, Voorhees has been stood up. And Theory stood him up. Like, I literally walked in, was like, eh, never mind, and left. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because he didn't want to sell a fight. So, I don't know. You know, I, I guess I guess Famine is taking the same approach of, you know, I gave you a catalyst, beat the brakes off your tag team partner with the viciousness. He said yeah. he doesn't do promos, he'd do bloodshed. So, Famine did bloodshed, busted her open, you know. Uh, hit her with the uh, Abyss Northern Lights driver two, three times, like beat her with a chair. Oh, I, I just was like, it, it was hard for me to watch. Like, Samuel was I, in the office yesterday about it as well. So I'm I'm just hoping that Voorhees does something about this. Yeah, let's let let's hope we hear something from him because if if you know if anything is going to bring him out to get him to speak. You would imagine it's going to be this, but you know we got uh, another 48 hours before challenges begin. So you know we'll see if we see anything from him even before the Monday night challenge, because obviously there there's still a lot to address from from the fallout that happened here. But we are getting to the end of our time here. Um, so before we get out of here, uh, intern Timmy, uh, you know what time it is. Go ahead and hit that promo of the week music please All right, and so, uh, like I said, we have got the FWWC promo of the week, and this week it was a unanimous decision, and I have to give, you know, credit to Bishop, um, you know, as, as kind of going back and rewatching things as I was getting ready to cast my vote this week, um, and the promo that he cut uh, against the Outsiders, you know, there's, you know, since he lost his championship to you, Theory, and, and since, you know, that the happiness it seems like has been taken away from him. Uh, there's definitely been a different side of, of Bishop and, and seeing that come out full force uh, on that promo definitely kind of made me step back and say, okay, um, this is interesting. Um, and I do, we, we do got one match that I, I seemingly have skipped over here that we'll, we'll jump back to after we uh, finish presenting this, but would love to go ahead and, and get uh, your thoughts on uh, ther- or, excuse me, Bishop promo uh, before we get to the final match and, and we have one other individual who we, we want to go ahead and bring on the line here. So for me as a person that is calling himself as the 
as as like one of the promo kings. Uh, it was it was very direct. It was it was powerful. Um, there was there was a couple promos that I've seen later on in the week that didn't make the cut of like submission, but they are already leaders for the promo of the week next week. But I really enjoyed it because there's a catalyst. There was a catalyst for change. So he lost his title, even though I told him he was going to do so. Even though the titles were switched. But he still rose yeah. to the occasion in a loss. But he he didn't he didn't go into a cubby hole and tuck his tail. He's still banging out there. He's still fighting out there. So he has my respect. He's not like you know other superstars stuff. He loses and then disappears for a while. Uh, yeah, Mad Dog Billy Banks, protein shakes. Anyway, so uh, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, my bad. Yeah, no, and I think that's a good segue to discuss the one match that seemingly missed my card here, and that was a match that was including the Bishop, and that was Tuesday night. We saw the Bishop facing off against Guy, and I, I talked about Bishop having an up we and then a down. And ending on an up, the first person to defeat Guy since he's popped his head back up in the FWWC was Bishop. And he took it. It was a close match. Ultimately, you know, Bishop was able to come out with the victory. Uh, but definitely, definitely some interesting stuff seeing him take somebody like that down who on his first night in was able to take down El Moderata. So, so lots of interesting stuff going on there. Uh, but I do understand we have one one final caller who wants to come on. Um, I'm going to go ahead and bring him on. Um, I'm, I'm sure he has a lot to say to you, Theory, as, as you've had a lot to say about him uh, this evening. But without any further ado, allow me to go ahead and bring I on the fireman. The fireman. Oh, it's the fire girl. Hi, freak. Everybody give him a hand. Give him a hand. Gather around, gather around. He's going to give us a 10-minute promo. <laughs> How's it going? Uh, how are you doing this evening? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. How about you all? It is. It is. You are cutting into my steak time, sir. What do you have for us? Are you going to bless us with some greatness, or are you still going to be mediocre? Oh uh, well, uh, I'm. I'm actually uh, calling in to say, um, it's a. It sounds like everybody's having a really good show. Shout out to everybody. And uh, I got one thing to say before y'all go off. And uh, I'm, I know this match was already set up for this Monday, but Saint, I don't know if you're listening, bud. Uh, I'm calling you out. And uh, I want uh, GM Black here. Uh, I'm uh, going to say this. This match is gonna, between Saint and I is going to be one for the ages. And uh I want uh this match to be a hardcore match. Hardcore steel cage match like we've seen between Adam Cole and Johnny Gargano from NXT takeover at the last show. So that's why I'm requesting that match because we're going to make it like that match but only it'll be happening this Monday. Okay. So 
I've got to see what I can approve because I do know that there are some things that are already in, in the works that are going to be similar to that. So I may be able to grant the hardcore stipulation. I'm not sure I can grant the, the cage. I need to go ahead and do a little discussing here with the board of directors. But you definitely do have your match uh, with Xavier Saint on Monday night. Um, so uh, we are getting close to the end here. So you know you, you've kind of you've gotten what you you wanted to ask here. Um, you know I'm I'm sure uh, that that theories. You know, got at least a question or a comment for you here. But before I throw over to him, um, let me just ask you this: You know, you've been very vocal and and getting out there and you know challenging people directly and saying, "Hey, you know, I feel like you're doing this wrong." You know, you had your match against Marcus Mayhem, your matches against Saint. Where do you expect to see yourself? You know, like I said, we've got you know our pay per view coming up, Hell in a Cell, and then obviously we've got you know FWBC Survivor Series in just a few months. You know, where do you see yourself over the next few months as as you still build as a competitor? Uh, I see myself building up towards, and uh, well, depends on if a, another title change comes between brands. But I see myself going for a mid card title like the Intercontinental title. Uh, I'm gonna build my way towards that and uh, work from there. No chance in hell. Sorry, damn it. I, I thought I was muted. Like, no chance in hell. Heaven, hell, purgatory, this earth, this lifetime, or the next. You're not ready. Don't even, don't even do that to yourself. You're not ready. You, 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 you can't even cut a, cut an actual decent promo for, for anybody. You are out here challenging people like you're, you're the big man on campus, but you're not giving us nothing. Like, I can, I can sleep through your matches twice, and, and come back and be like, okay, did he do something different? Did he? Did he wow me? Your name is the fireman. Where is the fire? There's no there's not even smoke. Like like I can't I, I, I can't even give you ether and like ignite your stuff. Like it's one dimensional, one direction, it's it's what am I doing? Why am I coaching the fire girl right now? I'm not gonna help you. I can't I can't do this. I I cannot give you greatness on your crap. Like you're like the guy on the corner trying to sell his CDs, talking about this is the new hot fire. No, Dylon, 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 Dylon. It's not the new hot fire. It's trash. Are, are oh, you fire, complaining man. because the fireman oh. could probably face you again and sometime soon and uh, probably actually whoop your ass this time? <laughs> oh, oh. You know, you know, I was always told that, you know, Cheese pizza is boring like bad sex and um, stupid decisions. It's a stupid decision for you to challenge theory, period. It's an even stupider decision for me to actually accept the challenge because I'm going to bury you. Like like John Cena buries people, like John Cena did Bray Wyatt buried, I will bury you deeper than that. But you, you're not ready for a theory at, a, at all. You are, you are not even ready for a saint. Saint is giving you Section 8. He's giving you welfare and, and like, consistency. Hey, hey, hey. (laughs) Everybody, I'll let everybody doubt on me. I'll let everybody doubt on me, but doubting me only makes me get better and stronger. Okay. (laughs) So the doubt has been strong, and you haven't gotten better or stronger. We're still waiting. (laughs) I'm, I'm waiting for you to be some type of great. 
some type of something. Right now, you it's like it's like a line of crap, and you're you're at the top of that line. Then you got JJ the Common Man. Then you got the remix. Then you got you know Joe Madman dude, and then you got Prime. I know Boy. who I got to go through to get there. No, it's not. You're it's on not the red list. brand. If I was still yes. on the red brand, I'd probably face you, but I don't have no, time for you. I got no blue brand to focus on. Okay, okay, okay. You don't I'm, have I'm time gonna... for me when when hey, hold uh, on. GM, hold on. Wait, wait. This before hold on. It gets me more. Hold on, hold on, really, really fast. Let me get this off for you real quick. You cried your ass off of the red brand. You 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 didn't fight your way off. You cried your ass off like a big ass baby because you expect things to be handed to you. This is the SWWC. This ain't TNA. This ain't mid card wrestling one on one. This is WWC. You pay what you weigh. You you earn your keep, and you haven't earned a damn thing here yet. Come off that high horse first. Get you some skill set. Get up under somebody that will train you right. Then we can have a conversation. Before then, you might want to put your humble draws on because you're not ready for a theory. You're not ready for a saint. Your dad sure wasn't ready for market mayhem because market mayhem kicked your ass. And you're not ready for anybody that is of worth. Build your brand. Then you get to where you need to go. This is me helping you one-on-one, okay? You should just say thank you and hang up the phone. He did. He hung up a little while ago, but I let you finish because anybody listening, those are things that anybody should follow. So go back and rewind everybody and listen to what Theory was saying because that's how you become special and important and a legend in the FWWC is exactly what he said. But since he's off the line, since we, we've, we've hit our hour – I think we're we're about here. So one last time before we get out of here, and we go ahead and thank our sponsors, Rust Talk Podcast with Joe and Renee. Again, number two sixty one, Suplex Tacos and Corey Bush. Uh, make sure you go back and check out the uh, live, uh, excuse me, the replay on their Facebook page as well as their YouTube page, and check out uh, RustTalkPodcast.com. Uh, but like I said, uh, it is seven o'clock, so we are getting out of here. On behalf of Theory, I am Curtis Black. Thank you all for joining us this evening, and you all have a great rest of your night. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.